You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. This podcast is sponsored by Ramp. Are you the decision maker in your company? Consider this. For the first time in decades, there's a better option for a corporate card and spend management platform. Meet Ramp, the only corporate card and spend management system designed to help you spend less money so you can make more. Most corporate credit cards offer points as incentives, but those points amount to less than their worth in real cash value. Ramp's business cards offer you cash back, real money in your pocket. Plus, you control who spends what with each vendor. And Ramp's software collects and verifies receipts automatically, which means you'll stop wasteful spending and close your books in hours instead of days. Businesses that use Ramp add up to 5% to their bottom line the first year. If you're a decision maker, adding Ramp could be one of the best decisions you've ever made. And now get $250 when you join Ramp for free. Just go to ramp.com slash easy. Ramp.com slash easy. R-A-M-P dot com slash easy. Currents issued by Sutton Bank and Celtic Bank members of DIC. Terms and conditions apply. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. This is stuck. Everyone gets stuck sometimes when you have a problem at work and then you just don't know what to do. And we are here to help. I'm Damian Bazadonna from Situation. And I'm Rochelle Pereira from Equilibrium. And when it comes to workplace problems, I'm usually by the book. And I'm typically more from the gut. My background is in consulting. And I spent the last 17 years building a marketing company. And together, we want to help you get unstuck. Each season is dedicated to a specific industry. And we're starting with the one that's right on our front doorstep, Broadway. So we asked the Broadway community to send us interesting and challenging workplace dilemmas. And because this is a relatively small and vocal community where everyone knows everyone, our amazing producers, Katie and Peter, have heard their stories and will ask the questions on their behalf. And once we hear the question, we only have five minutes to think about it before we weigh in and try to find a solution. These are not researched or edited responses, but rather instinctual answers built from our experience. Let's do this. I had this really interesting conversation with Alice yesterday, and she works in the performing arts space, nonprofit, and she's struggling because she's a senior director and she has a bunch of people under her who are really, really talented and she doesn't know exactly how to grow them. Because of the size of the organization, there's not really anywhere for them to advance and she's stuck. She's looking for some advice. Got it. So she has she has people that are working for her who are super talented, but they would grow and then they would leave, I'm guessing, because there's nowhere for them to stay. They would love her job. She oh, doesn't want to give her okay. job up, and it doesn't feel competitive. She really likes them. But what should she do to keep them motivated? And she's not really getting a strong thought from senior leadership, and so it's kind of on her. How big of an organization is it? It's about 90 people. Okay. How big is her team? Her team is six, which is one of the larger teams there. That's interesting. And can you give us any sense of the the kind the nature of the work that she does? Like, is this marketing or is well, this... it's nonprofit. 
she's in marketing. It's very, everyone is passionate about what they do. They're passionate about the mission. So for that reason, they're engaged and in it. And she doesn't think that they want to leave. Got it. What makes her think that they want her job? Because there's no there's no step in between their job and her job. And they, have they said, listen, we really want to grow? Like, is, is it her picking up their eager beaverness? Or is it them explicitly saying, what is my next step here? Because there's sort of a difference of, is there real pressure coming from them right now? Or is she just anticipating that pressure coming? They are asking questions about how do they grow and what should they be doing? Gotcha. So part, partly she could be thinking about what the next step is and where does that go, but it, there's definitely some heat coming from them. She, well, she really believes in professional development, so they're very open if they want to go and take courses and you know all that is available, and she tries to let them lead on projects if it's appropriate. So she's, she's definitely a leader herself, and, and that's why she's stuck. She, want, she needs more help in figuring this piece out. Okay. I feel good. Cool. I feel good too. Damien, what do you got? Uh, be honest is the way that I approach this. Um, this happens a lot. So and I think when I say be honest, I think she needs to tell the people that she works for pretty openly about her concerns. Okay? And I think when you do that, you do there's kind of twofold things that come out of that. One is to say, you're awesome. And telling someone that they're awesome explicitly really does often go a long way. And saying, you are awesome and you're growing, and I'm also not blind to the fact of the organizational structure here, that I'm the only thing standing in front of, I'm, I'm the next layer of your growth. And I'm very well aware of that. And I'm thinking of, and so I think A, just saying it out loud to the full team, I think goes a long way. And I'll get to how I think you can get around it. But th- that's like, I'd start there. And I would also have that same conversation with leadership to say that I'm struggling with this issue. And she, it looks like she's already done that. But I would say I'm struggling with this issue and just reinforcing the point that we have an amazing group of people here. And I would say I've been here long enough to say that we've not have, we have not always had an amazing group of people here. And now we do. And the moment we lose them, there are going to be heavy costs to fulfill this, to, to, re, to fix this issue. So I think to me, it's like be honest and openly communicate the problem. One of the issues that I've seen over the years is people kind of keep that to themselves as though it's their problem and they're not openly communicating to it. And they often don't openly communicate about it because they don't have a plan. So to me, it's kind of like a ready, fire, aim. You sort of need to communicate it. And I think if you hit people with honesty and you're caring, and it seems like she's a great leader based on the fact that she's bringing people into professional development, that's why people are staying there. So she's already doing so many things that are right. I think she needs to make sure that she's honest about the issue. I would, I would agree with that. And I think one step further around the honesty is also being honest with herself that she will probably have turnover. Yeah. And that doesn't make her a bad leader. And if anything, especially if they're going to bigger and better opportunities, I think that demonstrates that she has done a good job in growing the people who are on our team and giving them good opportunities. And I really do believe that when you're a good leader and somebody leaves, oftentimes they boomerang back to you because they feel appreciative of the experience that they had. I mean, that certainly happened to me. Um, I 100% felt so appreciative to the growth that other people gave me that was not necessarily part of my job description. But it gave me a whole new life that I wouldn't have otherwise had. But it wasn't their, like, job job to do that, you know? Yeah air quotes. Yeah, it was hard. I mean, it's, I think it's probably, um, it's hard to tell someone that there, that there is no growth for them if they're doing an amazing job. 
Um, I think one of the, the ways that I would look at it is, you know, there's, there's interests, there's someone's interests, then there's their strengths, and then there's the company needs. And I've been in this situation a lot before, um, is we've always been a small company, and we've grown, and there's always like a limited org chart to how far you can go. But the way the company's grown is generally you look at someone's interests and what they're, what they're like, this is what I want to do in this company. You look at what their strengths are, and if they align correctly, I think a really great leader can align them to company needs and then begin to take a portion of their job and begin to mold it that direction. Um, that, to me, is the best path to creating essentially a new role within the company because it's aligned. Where things go off the, the rails a little bit are when the interests of the employee don't match their strength. That, that is not uncommon and or doesn't match a company need. Mm. Because that's you ultimately, if she has six people below her and they're not really radically changing the org chart, that's, there's only two possible trajectories. People, assuming they, they're there and they want to grow, you're going to create a new position or role, meaning it can also be expanding their current role, but having more ownership, or they leave. I, I will say, though, that I've worked with a lot of organizations that have grown like that, where it's the, the analogy that I, so in, in the States, you know, there's like city planners. And so, you know, in New York City, there's like blocks and avenues. And in the UK, they build cities, but like this organically. So there's all these villages attached, but there's no rhyme or reason as to why things are attached to each other. But it just is. And yeah. it is that way for hundreds of years. That is also what can happen to yeah, organizations when you make positions for people's strengths, but then they leave. And now you have this gap that you have to fill with somebody new that has those strengths that the old person had, but it was never fully designed to be that. So I would yeah. I would actually say that that's not the best kind of organizational planning. But it is the way to keep talent. Well, but it depends. I would say it depends on how you get there. So because I think, again, for us, I think with our own company growth, we've had a lot of different needs pop up that are purely company needs that happen to align with the interests and strengths of people, and then we fill them in. I agree with you. I would not create a position well, I shouldn't say I wouldn't, but I'd be I'd be reluctant to create a position that is specifically designed around an individual because it's not good organizational strength of the company. But what I would say is there are a lot of company needs that are – everyone's always in some form of growth mode that if I could fill a company need with a person around a job that can scale beyond that person, I would love nothing more than to be able to give someone an opportunity to fill that role. That's – the entirety of how our company grew. Yeah. The people we have in positions. Now, you can make the argument you're not always putting the right person in a role because you're starting with a place of loyalty. You know what I mean? You're not necessarily mm-hmm. hiring for that position. But uh, it's a tough one because it comes up that, – that's a very – this person's in a very, very common situation. Yeah, I hear this up. all the time. It's, it's common. I it totally makes sense. Time. And it's, yeah. it's, it's, it's tricky. But I, I would just point to honesty. And I guess to your point, Michelle, you also, you also just don't know how it all shakes out. I, that's why I feel like if you're honest about it, a lot begins to shake out. Um, and I think people also at least feel valued. Is they feel valued by knowing that they're not crazy. That like, wait, am I the only one that realizes my growth path stops with you? And I think when you just say that out loud, they respect that a lot. Yeah, and I think that the more that that she can support the the individual growth of the people on the team, I think the more connected they will be to her. Actually, probably the longer that they'll stay if they do feel like their skills are improving for whatever the next opportunity is. And then I think it's the in that kind of like magical time period where sometimes opportunities pop up that you wouldn't have otherwise seen. For instance, I remember this uh, one time I was working with a bunch of nurses and somebody said that her husband, so one of the participants, her husband was a plumber who had this like deep fascination with Excel. 
And I remember thinking that this whole story was strange. And so I was, so I said, so does the company know that he has this interest in Excel? And she was like, no, he's a plumber. But I said, probably they would be really interested to know that he's like an Excel master or something like that, because who knows what he could actually do in terms of the office, but he's never even shared this like a secret obsession. You know, so it, it kind of goes back to where will the opportunities lie when these like hidden strengths of the team actually also emerge. I think it could be interesting. Yeah. I, I would, the one thing I would add is that I think this person's leading, they already sound like a fantastic leader. The fact that they're framing this question and they're proactive in professional development. Um, I would say that there is something about also like growth across, think of the, the, the growth of the entirety of the team um, is also just a growth trajectory that could sustain. So in other words, if they're all growing, even if their job titles are the same, but they're all personally growing because there's an environment in which that's happening, which it seems like it's happening right this second, that that's not necessarily unsustainable as long as everyone grows and salary needs can be met. But there's something to be said. People want to be in, in environments of growth, and that's not necessarily job title. And it seems like she's already figured that out. And she's probably worried that there's a, a, a cliff to that idea. But she's doing a lot right, which is I admire this person for doing in the first place because most, most leaders don't spend the kind of attention that she is. Totally. And I wonder what it would be like if she did some strategic planning with the team to say, everybody wants to grow. We're doing really well as a team. These are high performers. That you know, This is a room of high performers. What do we want to do that are not only hitting our goals, but also is super interesting to us? Yeah. You know, so like what kind of crazy campaign on a shoestring or what kind of things could we do that are really kind of out of the box or radically different or innovative or whatever that also as a team, maybe they can get around and makes yeah, things smart. more interesting, you know? Yeah, she does seem to have like her finger on the pulse, though, I must say. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so what are we suggesting Alice do? We're suggesting that she be transparent and open about the situation that she's in and that they're in. Mm-hmm. That she, I, what? Oh, and yeah, transparent and vocal. Right. Stating the obvious, which is being very vocal to them on a one-to-one -one level and as well as to her superiors. Definitely, yeah, that's right. So like not only working down but also communicating this up. Mm-hmm that she can perhaps think about some um, creative ideas on how to engage the staff either at a personal level or as a team by, you know, again, like thinking about different kind of like strategic priorities or different innovation, you know, innovative topics or whatever, right? Mm -hmm. and, by, and by those, I would imagine through those individual conversations that she's having, ideas on how to address this, I think will become more evident. Yeah, because especially when you start asking people about their professional development and growth, and you're 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 being vocal about it, they may have ideas, like a job title change. There's a whole range of things that could happen where they feel more comfortable, even though they're in the same organizational structure. It addresses, but those individual conversations, I think, are a great first step. Totally. And finally, she may lose people, and that doesn't mean that she's a bad boss. And that is totally. just what it is for a small organization that you will lose people, and you're oftentimes an incubator. And, and that's what makes her that okay. make her the best boss. It might just for that. So cool. Great. Stuck is created by Equilibrium and Situation. It's produced by the fantastic Katie Byrne and Peter Yajisic. Special thank you to Stephanie Connors for always keeping us on track and Mirror Tone Studios for the kind hospitality. In case you're wondering, our theme music is Rockstar by Owen Mulcahy. We'll see you next week.
Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theater Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theater professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the Rise Theater directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E.org because only together we rise. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.